0: Hi, this is Betsy Beers. I'm the executive producer of Grey's Anatomy Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder, and this is Shondaland Revealed, the
1: official Shondaland podcast for the TGIT ABC Thursday Night
0: lineup. This particular podcast is super, super special. It's a really special Shondaland Revealed podcast. It was recorded on Friday, May 1st, with
1: the cast of Scandal during a Q&A session with the members of the Academy of the Television Arts and Sciences. For you guys, those are the fancy people who give out the Emmys. So we love those folks. They're great. So take a listen. Please enjoy. And I'll be back next week with another Shondaland Revealed podcast with a really special guest. Thanks a lot. My name is Henry Goldblatt. As editor of Entertainment Weekly, I know I'm not supposed to play favorites, but sometimes it's really, really difficult not to. And I'm just thrilled to be here um, to moderate a panel of my favorite TV show currently on the air, Scandal. And without further ado, I'd really like to bring out the cast. First, Joshua Molina. Uh, Next up, we've got Guillermo Diaz. Katie Lowe's. The glamorous Scott Foley. Right? I don't know. Yay! Wow.
0: Yay!
1: The even more glamorous Kerry Washington. Hey! Next oh, up is hard. Tony Goldwyn.
2: Tony Goldwyn!
1: And our favorite first lady, Bellamy Young. We've got Jeff Perry up next. Darby Stanchfield.
2: And
1: last but not least, Portia De Rossi.
3: Some of us were fabulous, more fabulous. I know, I was some thinking of about us that. just the name. Some of them were just the name. It's I got I like, nothing because I like some of you better than others. That's basically what it is. Thank you yeah. for your candor. No, you that know it's
2: what answer. it is. Say Josh's name again. <laughs> Josh <laughs> Gloria. Cam- yeah! oh, it's too God. little, too late. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: going to be like this all night, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, I want to start with you. Oh. Ooh. oh. I need to you to finally answer the question that is on all of our minds. Do you actually like popcorn and red wine in real life? Or are you such a good actress that you are faking it the entire time?
4: I actually, the first time that I saw that Olivia Pope was alone at home, drinking wine and eating popcorn. I thought maybe Shonda had hidden cameras in my house <laughs> because I do love popcorn. Excellent. I love popcorn. But I drink I don't know like two to four times a year. So I'm not a huge drinker. But heavy. Yeah. I, <laughs> I get We're talking a
3: lot. Fall down.
4: I travel or special occasion so I'm not a huge wine drinker. But the grape juice that I drink on the show is I was going
1: to ask what is it? It's grape juice. Yeah. Um, what kind of grape juice? Any idea?
4: Uh, organic Welch's.
1: Oh, nice! You get the mustache after you drink it too, sometimes. Yeah,
4: <laughs> no, but you know, I did the first time I did like a, a wine drinking scene with Darby. We were sitting in my apartment drinking, and I learned a phrase I'd never heard before. She said, oh, the grape juice has so much sugar in it. I have those little sweaters on my teeth. And I was like, what are you (laughs) talking about? And it's that fuzzy thing that happens to your teeth when you eat a lot of sugar. They get little sweaters on them. And I love that. So it wasn't
1: like a V-neck or like a crew neck. It was actually like a fuzzy (laughs) thing.
4: I'm Olivia Pope, so (laughs) (laughs) it Obviously,
1: obviously. (laughs) Um, I want to talk a little more seriously for a second, Carrie. The scenes that you filmed, particularly the kidnapping scenes um, earlier this season, were some of the most harrowing both on Scandal and on television as a whole, I think, and what was it? Can you talk to us us a little bit of what it was like to film those?
4: It was, and I actually, I couldn't find the word when we were doing it, and Scott actually said this word to me because he appeared in the dream sequence moment, so we had this one scene together. He gave me a language for it, which was that it felt very lonely, because... I'm just
5: used to that.
6: (laughs) (laughs) No,
4: you talked about being on other shows and shooting episodes that are really different from how you usually do them, and I felt like I I didn't have my family. I didn't have my usual Olivia Pope wardrobe, which is like my armor when it comes to playing her. I didn't have my usual Olivia Pope hair, which is my helmet (laughs) when it comes to playing her. I didn't, none of the actors I was working with were these guys. None of the locations were locations that I knew. So it felt thrilling because I was discovering who is Olivia Pope without all these things that I've learned to attach to to define her. But I missed these guys
6: I can imagine. Mm -hmm.
1: And I think one of the things we all love about scandal is the way that it doesn't shy away from topical issues, and this year we saw an episode called The Lawn Chair, which was, um, which was inspired by events in Ferguson. Uh, yes, it deserves a round of applause. Um, talk to us a little bit about what that was like to film and be on set for.
4: It was crazy. I mean, I'm thinking about one night when Katie and Guillermo, when we were all out there, it just was, we always rely on our background actors because, you know, our background actors make the world real. It, you. It looks like the White House because there are 30 people who come in every day and walk back and forth behind us while we're acting to make it look like the White House. <laughs> so, you know, we we are very grateful for our background actors. But that episode in particular, these guys were out there Every night, all night, doing this, re- having this, these really emotional reactions to what was happening, and it felt really special and different. It feels even difficult to describe it, quite honestly, because we knew we were doing something really poignant and a little bit scary. Like I remember, our our director for that episode was the brilliant Tom Verica, and he's like a Philly guy. He's a guy, like a guy's guy from Philly. And I, I turned to, to Tom and I said, how many cousins do you have that are cops? <laughs> are you scared about people's reactions? You know?" And, and
2: his whole family. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Um, so to, to be tasked with going into the scary places <clears throat> is one of the gifts of working in Shondaland.
1: Um, before I let, let you off the hot seat, um, tell me your biggest OMG moment of the season.
4: <laughs> it's in the finale.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, Tony, same question for you. What was your biggest OMG moment of the season? Same answer. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. can, we just screen the, can we just screen the finale now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Um,
7: yeah. Uh, you
1: mentioned Tom being a terrific director, but Tony, um, you are a terrific director He's as well. Okay. And okay. Um, I was going to say, which of these which of these people is the worst for you to direct? <laughs>
8: <laughs>
2: which of them is the worst? Yeah, the most difficult. But, they're all yeah. horrible, right? <laughs> yeah, What's when I your... give Carrie direction, I say, you know, maybe you should try it this. She says, yeah, I thought of that, but no, I'm going to do, <laughs> do it the way that I do. <laughs> What's been your favorite episode to direct of the series? <laughs> oh, they've all been so much fun. I can't pick. the, the You know, the it's always a, just a blast. I, I can't. I can't pick one particular. That's uh, that's terrific. No, no, that's not true. I'll oh, you can't it. pinpoint something. Yeah, the one when when we yeah in the second season when we got back together and Melly was alone and. And Jeff was running through the tunnel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the uh,
7: uh, clock was going the right.
2: I'm gonna going to stay, here. I'm gonna stay here and watch yeah. the clock. And, um, oh, yeah. yeah. And I had to direct a love scene between Carrie and me, uh.
7: <laughs> yeah, an how, do, how do you do child.
4: that? <laughs> I was like, cut! <laughs> <laughs> cut!
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go again. <laughs> Tony, Deal with it,
1: <laughs> Tony. You have one of the best fan interaction stories I've ever heard in my life, and I believe it involves a tongue. And yes. I'd really like to hear it again. Me too. Me
9: too.
2: I was in Toronto, <laughs> scouting locations for the series that I produced last year, The Divide, which and was we were, amazing. <clears throat> amazing. Thanks. Um, and um, we were. I was so I was on the street, and I was distracted, and I was with a couple of people, <laughs> and a woman came up, and she said, "Oh God, I love Scandal." Can I take a picture with you? I said, sure. And um, she, so she stood next to me and the person I was with took the camera. And as they were taking the picture, she moves in to kiss me like full on. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and so I kind of turned my mouth away from her and she licked my neck. <laughs> and then and I was like, did that just happen? And then she took her camera and she said, thanks, love the show, bye. <laughs>
7: Um, so just as, a, just as
1: a public service announcement, there will be no licking of the cows yeah. tonight. And I, it was
2: a lick like you saw Guillermo and Katie. Well, I was video. just about to say, hey Guillermo. <laughs> Speaking of tongues. Speaking of licking. Exactly. All right, so take me, through, take me through your life
1: for a moment. Um, you wake up in the morning and you think, I've got to pretend to pull out someone's teeth today. Like, how do you even begin to prepare for something like that?
6: <laughs> I, I, I was really excited to shoot that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we shot that on Halloween night. And Which is
4: Guillermo's favorite Halloween Yeah.
6: yeah.
7: <laughs>
6: and it's with Katie Lowes. She's like my bud, you know? So we just, we had a blast. I mean, she had the, the worst of it because she had to be sort of taped down, right, in, with electrical tape, like for the whole episode. I whole had like a bra. Yeah. <laughs> we had such a good time, though. It was so good. <laughs> for you, anyway. I was like, sit still.
7: <laughs>
1: uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of killing, um, tell us what it was like to kill Lena Dunham uh, That is on screen Oh, it was screen. so
6: much fun <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, she's uh, Originally it was a different character on the show that killed her And then we got new pages, we got uh, rewrites and, 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 you know, we find out that it's Huck that actually uh, slits her throat I was extremely excited and so was <laughs> Lena <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
6: She was like, I'm so excited I get to be killed by Huck what, <laughs> so, uh, like, what face did she make? She yeah. did this when I slit her throat. <laughs> remember? She crossing her eyes and sticking her tongue out.
1: <laughs> so sweet. Maybe we'll see the same outtake on girls this coming season. That would be amazing. I was hoping for a crossover episode. I would oh, love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You have the best post-show decompression ritual ever. Tell us about that.
6: I mean, I love horror movies, so I'll watch. Yeah, I'll watch horror movies and... But but what's what's even funnier is I, I have a, the full on the full season of I Love Lucy in my trailer, so <laughs> I constantly am watching I Love Lucy episodes in my trailer, along with like Rosemary's Baby and, <laughs> <laughs> the and other horrific. So you slip the writer some ideas, like
1: I think I can kill someone yeah. this way
6: next time. There was one episode that described Huck um, looking like Carrie from the movie in this one episode where he kills a room full of men, and I remember Katie looking
1: at me and saying, "You love this, don't you?" And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie, can you smile for us, <laughs> like full smile? Why
0: are you saying, because I smile a <laughs>
1: lot? No, I'm thrilled that you smile a lot, but I'm worried that you don't have all your teeth, and I oh. just want to make sure that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's-
0: like a big thing in my life, between family members and strangers that come up to me on the street are constantly checking the <laughs> like health of, they're, they're of my there. teeth all the time. Great. Yeah, people come up to me in the middle, like your stories with licking. Mine are usually people are like, "Let me see in your mouth. You're have all
1: your Because <laughs> that's <laughs> not invasive at like, all. Everything's
0: good. I love my dentist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not invasive at all. <laughs> Quinn has probably been through the biggest character evolution throughout the series, and I'm wondering how you approach her differently today than you did in the early seasons.
0: Um, it's Actually, much more difficult for me now. I think that probably in life I'm far more similar to Quinn, season one, two, and so I find myself. I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm so thrilled that I, Shauna, to I, I have a character that gets to be one way and then you see a completely different side of her. But yeah, I find myself constantly being like, okay, you gotta like walk with swag. You gotta like yeah. be really confident. You gotta like Does be a so badass, well, you know? Because I'm more of a, I, they'll tell you. I mean, I like run around quickly and I, you know. <laughs> uh, Pajama, you to really <laughs> really, I wear pajamas, I'm really <laughs> smiley, I'm not really badass. <laughs> kind of, but it's really fun to do that.
1: I'm gonna ask this of a few of you, and I'm very, very curious. What are your work dreams like? Like, you know, I may ha- I'm an editor of a magazine. I may have a dream that the magazine's not gonna get out on time or something like that. That's what my stress work dreams are like. What are yours like? Like, oh, I'm gonna have my molars pulled out tomorrow, and that's gonna be a little mm-hmm. difficult.
0: I think my fear dreams about this job are usually just about lines because you know we do these huge scripts with a lot of pages and a lot of dialogue and we have to be word perfect and you have to speak uh, really fast and you're up against the clock so usually the night before I shoot I'm just like sleeping in a weird state waking up kind of sort of and then drilling lines more.
2: I have I'm regular, sure you don't have regular actor dreams, like...
0: Like what? Tell it.
2: Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> like
0: what, Tony? Yeah.
2: I have regular, really weird, recurring dream that I'm... Naked. Oh, God. Come on. That <laughs> I'm generally naked on stage in front of an audience. Like this, for example. Just... <laughs> <laughs> just like this. <laughs>
3: That would sell tickets. And I don't know what
2: play I'm in and everybody else on stage knows what play it is oh, yeah. and I don't know what it is and I'm wondering like do they know I'm do they notice that I'm naked is that weird, <laughs> weird. Um, and what play is this I'll, I'll have to think of something when someone turns to me like I'm supposed to be talking and I'll just figure it out and it's quite stressful and it, the other one that I have is being on set like suddenly I'm at Scandal and uh, I don't have any idea what scene I'm in. Like, I'm there, and everybody's ready, and, and I'm like, well, wait, I didn't... What am I talking about? Didn't that happen the it other day? It happens
7: to me all the time, except mine from this show is that I can't find sides anywhere. Nobody has any sides. Oh, right. <laughs> and That's because the real situation. We have to, to sign have for side. our sides, yeah. and we have to sign to give them back, and they're a very precious commodity. Because and, we don't want the storyline to be... Right. Right. So, you, have to, so, you know, I, I'm casual at first. I'm thinking someone will have some sides. And, you know, by the end, I'm like in a flop sweat, screaming. <laughs> like, okay,
3: I sides. This is and the reality the of the show. They won't give you a second set. No, I no, always no. have this. You sign for it. Now, somewhere in the middle of this season, it became very confidential. You can't lose. You have to sign your name. And I was like, really? Yeah. I signed I, for it in the beginning. I lose it within five minutes. <laughs> and I come back and I say, here's the situation. <laughs> I won't be able to perform the scene unless you give me, <laughs> you give me a second set. I do not know that one. Every yes, day I'm badly.
10: I don't know what, why you're saying there's a problem because you do have a photographic memory. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah.
3: He, he does. Well that's so I leave it to the day of, but I need them.
7: I have to
1: look at them. <laughs> the gorgeous Joshua Molina I oh, want no, no, to talk yeah. to you. Yes, okay. exactly. Have you kept count about how many times your face has ended up covered in blood? <laughs>
7: Uh, yes,
3: <laughs> standing next to me is certainly the most dangerous
6: that.
3: And huge kudos to Georgia, our makeup artist. Yeah. 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 I have to say, first of all, you know, a lot, often. And I miss my, the most recent blood spatter was Stephanie's, who played Holly. I yes. miss her. Dear friend of Katie's, yeah. became a dear friend of mine. And it was actually kind of funny, though, because rewrites do happen in every episode. And so her death scene began in about five episodes before it was finally shot. At the end of every rewrite session, she would get another reprieve. And I was like, you might be on for season." <laughs> but ultimately,
1: yeah. Uh, oh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, we got the spray. Um, I asked the same thing um, of you, I asked of Katie, which is um, your character has also gone through a big evolution of, um, in the past few seasons. And how do you approach it differently than you did in season one? I approach it the
7: exact
3: same way. <laughs> um, one, I would argue that he hasn't necessarily gone through a huge arc, he's just failed upwards. Yeah. <laughs> He's the same loser he was on date. <laughs> the guy w- has become the Attorney General of the United States, as he likes to say, uh, without any evidence of Drink. having it's everyone a, drinking a case. Game. I was yeah. say,
9: please tell me everybody drinks when he says Attorney General. Yeah. I am the Attorney General of the United
7: States.
1: Right. All right, I want to play a game with you all. Um, the game is called Pope or Nope.
7: Huh.
1: <laughs> and here's the deal. That's brilliant. I, like I will that. read a quote that is either fabricated by me or actually appeared in the show. Oh, oh my God, God. And you have to tell me whether it actually appeared in the show or not. It I it think we should make gladiators
9: play it, too, because I bet they'd beat
1: us. <laughs> you can um, have the audience help you out if need be. Okay. 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 Joshua, I'm starting oh, with you. In order? Yeah. In order. We're going to go right down the road. Oh, God. Oh,
3: God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. putting God. us on the spot. Oh, I was sure I was going to be able to be quiet. Please, I need you.
1: to concentrate. You have a photographic memory. I'm expecting a lot of you.
3: But in addition, I don't watch the show. Okay, well, there's that. <laughs> so that does up the difficulty level. Yeah, just a little.
8: That might be at a disadvantage.
1: <laughs> Anyone else want to admit they don't watch the show at this point? Can we do a Game of Thrones thing? Yeah, totally. Um, all right, you think you know what's going on, you think you're in this inner circle, but you're as clueless as Gabby over there.
7: Mm. Nope. Correct? Yeah. Well, we are one on. for
1: one.
3: She knows Abby's name. <laughs> all right, come on.
1: Oh, still no, okay. we're moving on. <laughs> um, don't open it, it's Pandora's you box. You open that, bad things fly out, the sun goes down. Pope. Yes.
0: Pope. Oh no. You should have <laughs> to yeah, You're right, going to right. wrong. Yeah, okay, you're you're gonna gonna have to have...
1: walk off the stage. Are
0: these all <laughs> Olivia Pope quotes?
1: No, or, oh, no, are there they're are, there are okay, all, so, all okay. sorts of people. All sorts oh. of oh. oh. people. What?
0: Hold on, not yes.
1: clear. Oh. So oh. if <laughs> said it, you say Pope. Exactly, if said it, you said Pope. If it's
0: been on the show. If it's been on the show, you say Pope. I'm ready.
5: You got this.
1: He's refused to do any fundraising, even though I specifically told you that the tragic death of his son would bring in millions of grief dollars. Pope. Yes. You guys are yeah. good. <laughs> Portia. Who's going down for Porsche Portia be really to Cyrus. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Ah. Be failing. All right. Ready? Scene. what do you got? Let's hear it. I would have missed that. All of this B six thirteen talk, all of this strategizing, it's exhausting. Who named this agency anyway? It sounds like something that's called out at a bingo hall.
5: No No. No help. You
1: guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> that question knocked us off. Destroy the nope. game. No, I'm
5: you're gonna right. destroy you're right.
6: the game.
1: Ready? <laughs> no, but <that's> the thing. <laughs> there's a special place in hell for you, right next to Middle East dictators, fascists, and hopefully Sally
5: Langston. Don't, don't help her. You know this.
7: Huh? I don't.
4: <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I remember a special place in hell in our scene. Mm-hmm. That's different. Three
3: remember? seconds.
6: <laughs> 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 can I
4: get a lifeline?
3: Rest yeah. these guys. Ask ask the audience, these guys. Absolutely. What do
4: you think? Oh. No. I'm going to say no.
1: You guys are good. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah.
4: Don't screw it up. To me. <laughs>
1: Ready? <laughs> Charge her and lock her up. As for my father, hunt him, find him, and kill him. Pope. Sure. Yes.
9: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: You ready, Bellamy? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh nobody, you. Tell him. <laughs> Tell him. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize the quiz was going to get roasted, too. <laughs> you ready, Bellamy?
2: I <laughs> just okay.
1: So you lost somebody? You think that makes you special? Look around this room. Who hasn't? I should have bought stock and Kleenex.
9: I don't know, what do you guys think?
2: No. No, No. correct. They're cool. clever though, because they okay. use parts it's of like, things yeah. that are yeah. in the show. Half real line <laughs> and <here>.
4: half good. <laughs> yeah. Halbsies, thanks guys. I don't think we paid Kleenex.
2: Kleenex isn't one
1: of our, our sponsors.
2: Yeah, We <laughs> yeah. could never get that approved. <laughs> All right, Unlike Jeff, Mercedes. If, you don't, yeah.
1: if it had been <laughs> Mercedes, it would hold been a story. Jeff, if you don't get this, I'm gonna be very disappointed, I have to say, not to put you on the spot. Oh good. I love disappointing people. You are now the most famous gay hooker in gay hooker history. You could write a book, sell it to Hollywood, play yourself in the porn version of Inside Cyrus Bean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
9: <laughs> yeah. In an episode I
1: directed, I think. There you go. All right, Darby, you ready? All right, Darby. We're getting down oh, to the end here. Oh man. I am not my father, but I will kill my father if that's what it takes.
10: A version of that, I'm sure. Mm. Is. Mm. Wow. Oh, they be wrong. Well. I'm going to go with Carrie Washington and say
2: nope. Nope. That's is correct. correct. Give
1: the yes. Yes. Wow. No oh. Wow. Nope. Darby got to oh, help this I'll right. do oh, hey, hey. this week oh, is I want you to. Here we it's go. Come on. No. You think you can control things? You control nothing. My father is Zeus, and you're a pathetic Icarus who flew too close to the sun. Enjoy your fall.
7: No.
1: Nope is correct. Yeah. That's the best it. we'll
3: ever do. That was the musical chairs. Exactly.
7: I'll start.
1: Porsche, I want to continue with you though. First of all, how is your back?
7: What? What? Oh. oh. Uh, the scars have healed. The, the, the scars have healed? Yeah.
1: Every time I every time I watch the show, I'm just like worried for you. I'm like, hey, tell what? me about being in makeup that day. Like that was Ooh.
7: intense. It was intense because, as written, it said that they were. It was a wound inflicted by a cheese grater, which I thought was really creative. Um, <laughs> even for Huck. Uh, but I thought, you know, there'd be a couple of little marks on my, you know, neck, <laughs> sure. shoulder area. And then I went in to get fitted for the prosthetic. In my mind, as a character, I thought there was a lot of talking about what was going to happen and not actually tortured to that extent. So. It kind of changed things from that moment for me. I, I mean, it changed them as a, definitely as a character. She, you know, was deeply affected by that. Of after
1: course. That. How was it for you as an actress coming in um, this season to such a close-knit cast, and what was that like for you?
7: Well, you know, as a fan of the show, I was just thrilled to be a part of it in any capacity. And I, I think I'm about to give myself airs. I was about to say I was very respectful of of. it. Like thank you. Um, no, but I, I did. I, I respected the show as it was and and is, and I just wanted to, if I could help tell a story, that was all I wanted to do. And I've been very blessed in my career to be a part of really great casts that are really tight and close. This is the best cast I've ever oh, seen. It's the best that. cast That's I've terrific. ever been a part of.
3: And she was on Arrested Development. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they were funnier than all. <laughs> <more funnier. laughs>
0: Why
7: do like <laughs> <laughs> no, no these, right. these guys are incredible and uh, such uh, generous, lovely people and just so talented. I just, I've learned so much this past season working with these guys and watching them and I just, it's just a blessing for me.
1: Can you tell us what? if we're going to get to see more of Lizzie?
7: Are we going to see more of her? In yes. the final two episodes, you will see her. Great. I'm in the next one and then the next one.
1: Terrific. Yep. Maybe <laughs> next season. <laughs> How about next, don't we want to stick around for next season too, though? Don't we want to stick around for next season?
7: Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yes! Woo. Yes! Yeah. yes. <laughs> Thanks. I would yeah. love it. Hi, Bellamy. Hi
1: Pumpkin! You're one of two people in the world that can get away with calling me Pumpkin. (laughs)
7: Who's the other
1: one? Uh, A friend of mine, that was was a long story. I want to talk about your season because you've had a big, harrowing season. You played Drunk Melly, you played Smelly Melly, you played Screw Everything to Hell Melly, you you played Eat Everything That's Not Nailed Down Melly, (laughs) and now you're playing Senate Melly. Did I forget anyone?
9: It's an unbelievable gift. I mean, you know, you're lucky enough to get a job. You're a 40-something-year-old woman, and you're happy to be employed. But then to show up every week and not know what you're going to do, it's just the best playground in the world. And then to do it with these guys, Mm. like... It's the best, but really, it's Smelly Melly was... Smelly
1: Melly was your favorite?
9: Alcohol. I loved her so much, and eat everything tied down, but they were really, like, they were sort two of sides of version. the same Oreo.
1: <laughs> tell us about the food that you were eating at Smelly Melly.
9: Oh, well, well you know, whatever they bring me, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm vegan, and our, our props guys and our food stylist, April, they're, they're all amazing, so right? thoughtful. They're so that thoughtful vegan fried chicken. Vegan they fried made chicken, me Doomies, right. which isn't far from here, and made me beautiful, beautiful vegan fried chicken. Like, I took home everything even that I had a out mouth on it was just so good I can not throw it away but like you know there's a lot of uh, sweet potato chips and just peanut butter off a spoon you know you do that you know you do that when
7: you're
9: (laughs) or maybe I I did research whatever Um, yeah but it was a joy to come to work and be comfortable I was gonna say in a bath in a
1: bathrobe yeah that's the best job ever
9: yeah yeah
1: um, how much of Melly's journey um, from sort of the grieving mother to the um, Senate candidate did you know at the start of the season, or has it been sort of a ride for you as well? No,
9: none. We don't know anything. I mean, we don't know anything. I, I think they, honestly, they sort of <clears throat> live moment to moment and let things evolve. I'm sure Shauna has goal fo- goalposts, but she sort of watches us live it and reacts to it. And it's a living, breathing organism, the way our show uh, develops. So I, when they gave us that first script, I was a little unsure about tonally, like what they were going for, for Smelly Millie, and um, so Shana was really helpful with that, and Lin Paolo was absolutely vital because the look of it was uh, so specific. But I could never, Henry, I can never think that I'd, then I'd wind up running for Senate. I mean, and that, that somehow they'd make it make sense. Exactly. That, and it's not hyperbolic within a season that it would go from like, Bad to you know, it's <laughs> the greatest job and the greatest jobs.
1: The fans, obviously, are a huge, huge part of the show and almost like a, char- like a character themselves. And um, all of these, I urge you all to follow these guys on Twitter because they are tweeting like crazy during the show <laughs> if you don't already. Like, they're super amusing and super fun. And so, Bellamy, Bellamy I ask you, like, what's the best feedback that you've received on Twitter, what was the most reaffirming thing?
9: Oh my gosh. You know, I don't know, for me, it's A, the fact of it, that you can sit, it's, it's, you know, I'm a Luddite, so this this is the 21st century and you can talk to Mozambique while your show's on TV, just like (laughs) blows my very tiny mind. But uh, for me, I like when they give us their art, you know, like we work and we make a thing and we give it and then it's nice enough that you like it, but then like you give us like pictures or videos or songs or poems or I, it literally like, it makes me all like, Weepy, the the reciprocity. It's it's mm. so. Uh, I I feel like we're so lucky that way. Mm-hmm. And 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 you guys are so generous that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I think what's coolest for me.
1: I kind of want to read scandal haiku. I think that would be ha. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever get any, please forward it. Please retweet it. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Five seven five. Yeah, five seven five. We work on that well we're <laughs> oh, great. That's great. Um, can we say a happy belated birthday to Darby Stanchfield?
3: Yeah. Yay! Yay! It's also no longer my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> can we, can we, we acknowledge not, that? Yeah, yeah.
1: When was your birthday? <laughs> January 7th. January. Happy belated birthday.
3: <laughs> okay. of course. I do I have know. a thing on Twitter, though. Where inadvertently through Kerry. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're very kind. Right back at you. Kerry, I don't know how, somehow inadvertently wished me happy birthday months (laughs) off my birthday. And then, Twitter being the fabulous beast that it is, I started getting tons of stuff. And so since then, almost every day I claim that it is my birthday. And there's some hundred people that <laughs> genuinely wish me <laughs> happy birthday. So you
1: and Darby are birthday twins is what you're saying. That is correct. Sure. As exactly. I am yeah. with every other birthday. With person everyone on, I I on stage. Darby, I think you've had, I think Abby's had one of the most interesting journeys this season because mm-hmm. sometimes this show is sort of two shows in one. You have the Olivia Pope associates cast. You have the White House cast. And I imagine, did, and I'm probably putting words in your mouth, but did it feel like you had a new job at the beginning of the season as your character did? Because all of a sudden you're, with, you're acting with different people.
10: I did. The the very end of season three, Abby goes into the White House as Olivia Pope's proxy in a long white coat, and she's called Gabby and she doesn't know what she's doing. This is before press secretary. But that particular episode I did feel like I was guest starring on a totally new show. <laughs> I didn't feel like I was on scandal because I was working with Jeff Perry and Bellamy Young and Tony Goldwyn and you know, this whole new set, and I was doing a walk and talk down a hallway that was not uh, Pope and Associates. And it does feel like the season Abby was reinvented in many ways. And it's just been delightful. I've, it was really fun to work with the sort of other half of the show and the actors. And I've just had a blast.
1: Um, I think one of the most memorable scenes of the entire season was when Abby confronted her abusive ex-husband um, mm. Charles in the parking garage. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I was trembling. What was that like for you as an actor?
10: I was surprised at how physically hot I got doing my scenes with him. I don't know, I think just the, you know, it's kind of hard to explain, but the anger and just the emotions that came up (laughs) made me, just made me really warm. I think that was the thing that surprised me the most because <laughs> I was soaking under. I had this wool coat on, and I was. I'm not a big sweater, and other um, people commented team, right? on. It. They were like, "Your clothes are soaking wet." And just the anger. Did you that work
1: out yeah, during? <laughs> um, can we all That's talk crazy. about sex for a second? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but only for oh. a second. Only for a second. I, I remember seeing the season when Abby is in her socks and Leo, your love interest on the show, <laughs> is in a mouth guard. And I'm kind of like, you know what? That's about right. Did that ring true for anyone else? We'll no? It. Yeah, maybe. We'll love yeah. I loved
9: it. And I also loved Paul Edelstein, who plays Leo, with the calisthenics oh
2: gosh, before the bed.
1: And like, it's, yeah.
10: it's just so human and real. You guys did such a beautiful job with all that stuff.
1: That was very. That's
10: what I like about the writing is, um, you know, there wasn't a lot said about where Abby and Leo were. You just see mouthguard and you see lotion and socks, and you get it. Yeah, completely. You no, know, it's just inferred. It's just, oh, that's where they're at in their relationship. Um,
1: speaking writing. of speaking of sex, can am I the only one, um, perhaps in the room, who uh, had to? Google Eiffel Tower, not in Paris, when that
0: happened. <laughs> I had to Google no, it too. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was I to scared Google to
0: Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I also had to Google all the names in the Lena Dunham Dustbuster. Oh, so yeah. Dustbuster, yeah. And, like, sit and spin. I mean, I guess we can kind of get that one. But, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, hi. Hi, man. How are you? Good. I think of everyone of the show, um, I'd say you and probably Joe Morton's character are the most loquacious, your character is the most loquacious. And I'm wondering how do you memorize a Shonda Rhimes monologue, like how long does that take and how, what's the process? A, she's a
8: beautiful writer and a writer of real musicality. I, I know very little about southern church voices, but I get southern preacher a lot of time in her rhythms. There's so, is beautiful music that helps you along. And she captures all of our voices really distinctly. So you just sort of know when you're wrong, which is very helpful Mm -hmm. for memorization. Mm -hmm. But like all of us, editors have saved our butts a number of times (laughs) because Sometimes it's a brilliant idea, and it's at 11 at night, and God bless her, Shonda is staying after it, and it's the fourth color of page on the very same (laughs) speech, and she's changed it. Ripped it up, changed it, and we're learning it for, you know, 7 a.m. And I'm not that fast. At that, so I remember. I remember a long walk and talk with Bellamy, where I said, "I hate this, you guys, but you're going to have to get it in three chunks. I don't think I can, you know." And they just said, "No, no problem. That's what these amazing editors are for." Yeah. <laughs> but that's
9: yeah. how you do the with the letters. Oh you're yeah, little,
8: oh yeah. My daughter was told about a little tool and she said it was Allison Janney from her David Kelly life Mm -hmm. on West Wing Mm -hmm. because David, Aaron Sorkin, Shonda, among the writers that can churn out 500 pages and then 300 new ones the next morning Mm -hmm. and and ask you to learn them, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And you you write the first, uh, David Rosen, I've had enough of it. You write the first letter of that sentence, you know, Mm -hmm. D-R-I-H, whatever and you put it you can put it in the margin and you're looking at the full sentence and you're looking at the code of first letter and punctuation say and supposedly it shortens the brain learning time. That is very um cool. when, you can, when you can, okay, I don't need to look at that <laughs> sentence. Wait, I can do it off the code. Now I can do it with none of I
7: it. I wish you'd told me this months ago. is <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
8: yeah. yeah. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? But, you know, I don't know. We care. we've talked about this. I, I, I find myself in a rotating deck of cards of... Any strategy that will work. In my terror, you know, of mm-hmm. talking into the voice recorder right on the mm-hmm. phone, of listening in the car through the little Prius screen, <laughs> whatever, you know, of uh, Linda, please help me, you know. Mm-hmm. You know da, da, da. Jeffy's um,
9: wife is Linda Lowey, that casts all Shondaland stuff. Who is amazing? Woo!
8: Yeah. Actors, you want to. You want to try to marry a good casting
1: director. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Jeff, we saw um, a lot of Cyrus's backstory this year and what was sadder for you? Um, The fact that Cyrus as a gay man stayed married to a woman for so long or that they had the same tacky floral wallpaper at (laughs) the time. (laughs) (laughs) Those are are commensurate,
6: (laughs) (laughs)
8: commensurately pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) That little line broke my heart. Kara Red was to you across the table. And going, I've s- I made love to women, and I w- something I've never understood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and with one little line, you know, Shonda s- throws this big backstory at us. You pray for that with yourself, anybody you love, you know, like all of humanity. Get closer to who you are. Don't ever have to hide. You know, figure out how to be proud of who you are.
1: And it takes us That's all a long
8: great. time. right? Mm-hmm.
1: That's a great message and you look at, you know, you look at all of you as actors and characters on the show and you have all sorts of backstories and something and it's something I think this show represents, uh, even though it's a very heightened political drama, at the end of the day it's a, uh, it is a human show and I think it's something that we all relate to. Hey Scott. Hey How Punkin.
2: How are you? How are you? Talking about two? <laughs> now it's three. Uh... So we, thought we, lo-
1: so we you know, there was, a, there was a big, big, big death on a certain other Shonda Rhimes show, and we thought we were losing you too, but you seemed to make it through okay?
5: I seemed to make it through okay. You oh. seemed to make it through okay. Mm. I'm ho- what, that's what he said. <laughs>
1: you look like you made it through okay. You're, you're sitting here, so. I am indeed. Thing. So you're tied to a table, you're thrown in a ditch. Like, how do you pass the time as an
5: actor? It was really hard. That episode was really hard, but you sort of lay on a table the whole time covered in blood. You can't move. I had a big prosthetic piece that took a couple hours to put on. And of course it was, uh, I was around for the most part. It was Josh and Guillermo and Katie and Carrie and the gentleman who plays Russell and the guy who was the doctor. So there were all these people sort of hanging out and having fun in between takes and I can't get up. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I feel like we
3: kind of ignored you. You totally ignored me.
5: I
4: didn't.
1: So you're on a table. Are you going through your grocery list? Are you thinking, I've got to go pick up the kids here? Like, what's going on? No, my,
3: yeah,
5: I'll be honest with you. My back was hurting so much because, you know, it's like a flat. One, one of them was a, a wooden table, mm. and one of them was a, a, this gurney that they, you know, put you an ambulance in, so it's very narrow, and i I got a tube in my mouth, and, and all I'm thinking, aside from, like, please, someone let me get up, is um, I'm so happy they're paying us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not all as generous as it looks on TV. It unfortunately is not, but it's pretty damn good, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> we're very fortunate. What was the most OMG moment for you this season? Personally, getting the first script and seeing yeah. Jake and Olivia on an island. Yeah. And I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was And so then finding that out
4: <laughs> that we were going to an island. And then to
5: finding shoot out that it. we were actually going to the Bahamas to that shoot
0: it. <laughs> yeah. so so where, awesome. did,
5: uh, where did y'all shoot that? We flew to Paradise Island. They, they um, took us on this great little Little boat, I say little, so no one gets jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was not little. To this, <laughs> to this? It was rickety, though. It was big and rickety.
6: Sure.
5: <laughs> to this <laughs> itsy bitsy island with a couple of houses on it, about an hour and a half uh, off the coast of Paradise Island, the Bahamas. Vital there was of nowhere. Nothing there. Gorgeous. I can't even describe. My wife is still mad at me that I got to go and she didn't. It was. Unbelievable. And just to be clear, they paid you for this. They <laughs> and did. And they paid us. Yeah. They, they paid did. You for
4: it. And um, there was I, this really fun thing that the network in, had. Rub it, rub it well, no, no, the yeah. network had done this thing of where, where in the world is Olivia Pope? And we were. Actually, on a plane flying back. What kind of plane? A private
7: plane. Oh. <laughs> and,
4: but the reason the reason we had to fly private was because every time the network thought about us being on a plane to the Bahamas, people would know what happened. Yeah, we, in the had, first we had to fly private. We had private to fly guy. private.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um,
4: But all over the country, these banners were flying on beaches. I think it was it Labor Day, and, and they were saying, Where in the world is Olivia Pope? And I happened to have a white sweater on on the plane, and we took a picture with their iPhones of my arm on his shoulder on a private plane with the hashtag where is Olivia Pope and people and I wrote, went. And I wrote she's with nuts. me. Yeah, And people went. It was so fun. And yeah.
1: you literally broke the internet. Ah, we broke the <laughs> <laughs> It was great. I see Darby on the end just like seething with jealousy.
5: <laughs>
1: Understandably by the way. I think we have some questions from the audience. Oh, yeah, yay! very, very excited! Yeah. Great. First one's Carrie. The first one's for you, and you're being addressed as Ms. Pope. Ooh. Ooh. Ms. Pope, who is if the better asking. kisser, Jake or the uh, President? Uh, and, this is
5: from, and This is from Marco. i <laughs> Marco. It's good.
4: They're both technically proficient. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and very I will good. say this actually. This is so I actually had to say this earlier. This is a little bit weird, but Olivia kisses these two men very differently. Like they are very different kissers and they're like the relationships are so different that they're they are completely different kinds of moments. It's really weird. (laughs) <laughs> but our jobs.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a little side conversation going on that I want yeah, to bring the is. public over here. The, uh, between Quinn, uh, between oh, Quinn and I Huck's do, character. We talked about this um, Talk about So it. I asked, Kate, so who's a better kisser, Guillermo, or the guy who plays Charlie? George,
6: George.
0: Newbern, Charlie, Woo, George. amazing love. Um, I, you answered the question so perfectly. I wish I had had this answer earlier today, because I had been asked this before, but I, I, I think Quinn also has very different relationships with the two of them, and she kisses them differently, as well. <laughs>
4: uh, it's so weird. It's so Our weird, but it's very true.
0: Weird. Our really jobs <laughs> are <weird>. Anyone else <laughs> want to vouch to
1: kissing Just people differently? As
4: start. being
1: such yeah. a boy.
4: <laughs> <See>?
1: <laughs> it's, the can,
5: <laughs> it's the only way I can process it. <laughs>
1: Oh, I like this question, but it's anonymous, unfortunately. Do you hang out together outside of work? God, no. So where?
8: <laughs>
9: <laughs> so where? <laughs> we do. And yes.
8: Uh, we yeah, so. yeah, yeah, at we do. House. Most often. We're and uh, a lot houses. of times at, at my house, <laughs> yeah. 11-year-olds at a Girl Scout sleepover. <laughs> That's
4: what we're like. <laughs> is, what I,
8: is what I think of. And it seems like a 50-year <laughs> reunion, you know? Uh, when we've just spent 17 hours together. And they're supposed to be like <laughs> so two hours sweet.
0: and they end up being 10. Yeah. yeah. That's so right. long.
4: Yeah. And the, I, I will say also, don't be jealous. But the Scandal Girls have our own mm-hmm. gatherings. We That do. are really... Special. Yeah.
2: yeah. We were sure. trying to put together a Scandal Boy one, but, but Josh Molina didn't it, and then he got <laughs> mad when <laughs> we didn't I, didn't it. I got it a, a so very bad. bad. Yeah, and he's like, you're gonna
1: colleges. do it without me. Really? It was actually his it birthday. There
3: are a lot of Jewish holidays. <laughs> it was Jewish. <laughs> 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 it was actually your birthday, right? And it was my birthday. Yeah, yeah,
4: sure. <laughs> <laughs> his birthday is a Jewish holiday.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's not wrong.
1: Um, This one's anonymous too, and I I love it. Um, Who comes up with the names of what you call the different ways to dispose bodies?
4: That was a That's that's a Scandal Writers writer's question. I don't know. That's a really, you should post it to Scandal Writers. Yeah. Scandal Writers.
1: Um, I've got a question from Leah S. Leah, what about the script pulled you in, as in what made you think I need to be a part of this?
3: I guess we're going back to the first season now. I was pulled in pre-script. I heard that there was a Shonda show, a pilot, and that she wanted to see me for a role. And I was like, you don't need to send I mean, I need- you need to send it to me eventually so I can prepare. But I, I wanted to work <laughs> on it. I had done episodes <laughs> for her for other shows. And so I was, I was in pre-script. Bellamy, how about you? I was excited. Oh,
9: I was, like, last. I mean, I, they didn't add me as a regular until second season, so I, was, I just had a couple lines in the pilot and got hired the day before by his sweet wife. And for me, Tony had directed me on Dirty Sexy Money, and I knew what a sweet uh, he was, and I was trying to think about, like, who could be his wife. Mm. I knew Shauna was amazing because I'd worked for her, and I knew Carrie was amazing, and I just thought, I'll show up and say five syllables, which less <laughs> five lines, so just happy to be invited.
1: Tony,
2: how about you? What, um, what pulled you in? The combination of Shonda Rhimes and Kerry Washington. Kerry and I would known each other, and I'd worked with Shonda as a director. I directed Early Grey's Anatomy, and every time I saw Kerry in a movie, she was so different in everything, and I was a huge fan of her work and loved her as a person and had been just going, God, I hope I get a chance to work with Carrie. Hmm. And then um, Shonda called me and said, how did I play the president of the United States?
4: Now there's the real reason. <laughs> <laughs>
7: just so
2: everyone knows. Uh, so the, the, the combination of those two women, I was like, that's gonna be um." Great. Speaking of the being the president, do you and like Kevin
1: Spacey and Mark Machine uh-huh. and some of the other great presidents of our time all get together and like compare notes? That's a great
9: like card game, oh I, my god.
2: The other night, it really was like, Hello, Mr. President. Hello, Mr. President. It'd <laughs> 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 be a good, funnier so dive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Funny. it's pretty cheesy. It's <laughs> crazy, okay. it's yeah. But I have the same experience with Obama, so you know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> not cheesy. Not
1: cheesy.
7: Not cheesy. <laughs> not cheesy at all. This
1: question does not have an author, so please identify yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, exactly. After four seasons, are you still surprised when you read new scripts?
2: Yes. Oh,
4: there we thank go, right you. There. Yes. yes. Nice. We are
2: every time we blown really
4: away. Really are every time. This finale episode. I mean, finale. I just. <laughs> I turned to Shonda. I was like, "Where do we go from here? Are you for real? Like, how do we? What do, now? What crazy."
1: I'm surprised, um, maybe because you all just filmed the finale. I'm kind of surprised that nobody has brought up who Olivia's rescuer was after. Um, oh, that. That, was that, that, huge huge, huge yeah. that was a right. huge, huge, yeah. yeah. huge, moment, yeah. and
4: so emotional <laughs> for us.
1: Talk, to, talk a little about that. Just yeah, that was
4: having great. him come back, having Ian come back, was so special and and such a shock that he that he was. My hero was was so great and so beautiful. It just felt really full circle.
9: And genius that Abby brought him. Like,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it was it's such a beautiful writing. And it, it was fun. I remember when that episode aired, somebody on Twitter saying, like, who's that guy? And it became the line of real gladiators and completely gladiators. And it was like, who's that guy? Where you been? It was great. It was great.
1: At what point did you find out that um, he was going to be your savior?
4: At the table read. At the table read. Yeah. And when we all saw his it name, erupted. It, it erupted. It erupted, and, and I crazy. ran up to Shonda afterward, and I went, "For real? Like, how? How did you? Do you have you spoken to him? Have you seen uh-huh. him? Is it true? Like, how are we going to do it?" And when we shot the roof scene, he and I had this very elaborate. We were in two different cars with tinted windows and we went up through this garage like cuz there were paparazzi they had seen signs for the show and we had to make sure that nobody saw him on our way up to the roof so it all just felt so wonderfully exciting and we you know we protect our secrets we sign those sides because we know half of the joy comes from the the realization of the aha moments the shock and awe so it, you know we just we work so hard to keep those secrets
1: Last audience question is from Valerie Moses Hey girl I <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, carry uh, this one is for you Olivia's monologues often have similarities to Papa Pope's long intense monologues Do hmm. you think that's done intentionally to always remind us that they are father and daughter even though Olivia is always trying to distance herself from him
6: wow. yeah
4: nice. you know Bellamy sort of referenced this earlier there's this really cool thing that I'd, I'd never experienced before because I haven't done this much television <laughs> where they write these things for us and then we take them and metabolize them and try to do them justice, and then they watch our performances and it feeds more ideas. So it's this real reciprocity of, of inspiring each other. Our performances inspire their writing, their writing inspires our performances. Joe Morton did this really cool thing that I noticed very early on. He knew that he was playing my dad before I knew he was playing my dad. And I kept saying, "What am I going to have a scene with him? And he was like, I don't know. But he knew that he was my dad. Um, and he had made this decision to do this very specific physical quirk that I do as Olivia, and he built it. In into his performance so that it could be something that Olivia got from her dad. Which, in a way, I was like, "How dare you?" I came up with that <laughs> on my own, and it and it was so perfect for our relationship. Like that was mine, and you made it yours. Um, and we've been doing that all along what the way. Kind of, the, I can't tell yeah, you. Oh, oh, oh well, I know. Because so yeah, 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 right. it make me self-conscious? But yeah, no. um, but um, but and we do that a lot with each other. There, are, I steal things from him, and how I say the rhythm of things, and we've we've had a big impact on each other's performances. And I think the writers feed
1: that for mm. sure. And this one's this one's for the group. What new quality did you discover about your character in season 4?
7: That she existed. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
10: when Abby when Abby's not in the bubble, she's much less sassy. Mm. Oh uh, yeah. Really, she was much more toned down and polite when she was trying to get in the White House bubble. Mm. Yeah. I
8: think it's his confusion. Some some sort of deep confusion that's a little different this year than before.
9: I would say that there's a continuum. And Mellie is happier the more of herself she's allowed to bring into her life. Like, the more she's hiding, the more angry and miserable and, and, like, taking it out on people she is. And the more she is allowing herself or she is allowed to, like, bring all of her power to the forefront, then she's free as a bird and happy. Mm
7: -hmm.
2: (laughs) How about you? Uh, The fit's really truly deeply believes in Melly mm-hmm. and her potential as a human mm-hmm. being. Yes. A... That's, That's interesting.
10: interesting. Very interesting. That's, yeah. yeah. So like, Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh,
4: that Olivia really understands that no one can save you but yourself.
0: You
5: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm. Mm. That was good. Mm. i going to sit on that one for a while. It was um, um, the, the, you know, since the Since the island, Jake is substantially more trusting. Mm-hmm. I, although he doesn't trust anybody, but more trusting, not just with Olivia, but I think in general.
4: It was a good island. I it
0: was
5: a
4: good, good
0: island. Initiative. I, yes, <laughs> I think <hate laughs> he does. We learned this season the length <laughs> to which she will go for Olivia and Huck, mm-hmm. which is even more so than I thought.
6: Probably that he's a lot more... V- Vulnerable, a big softy,
0: <laughs>
6: for for his family, for his fa- well, for his, for his family sure. and his kid and his right, his kid and his wife.
3: I was, while I would still argue that among this questionable group, David is the closest to being morally upright. He is he is more willing to play fast and loose with the law than than I would have anticipated. He's
7: the attorney. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He wears the David white Do? hat. <laughs>
3: yeah, is, He's the attorney general. Got of the it. General. <laughs> Drink. Now tell
7: them Drink. what
3: Johnny Todd gave
9: you. Tells them what Johnny Todd gave you for your rap gift. Yes.
3: Oh, I wish I'd brought it with me. I tweeted a picture. Uh, Johnny Todd, who stands in for me and is a great guy, got me a yarmulke. And it's brilliant. White. So, into it is the, the white, huh? a logo, and it says Attorney General of the United States. So now, I wear the white yarmulke. Ow! The white yarmulke. I didn't know that. All right, I think
1: Amazing. we have to, so we have to wrap it up, and we have time for one final question. You guys have all teased this incredible, incredible finale. I know that I'm not allowed to ask about spoilers per se. We want everyone to be surprised. Um, I'm going to go down the line. I want you to describe the finale in between one and three words. I'll give you one and three words.
7: <laughs> I redonk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> nice! Titillating. Ooh, nice. oh,
10: oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm, cataclysmic.
9: Uh-huh.
10: Ooh. Uh-huh.
9: Relentless.
2: Whipsaw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice like word, that. it's good.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> <Hi there. laughs> I know. I'm still thinking. He
4: knows I have nothing. I know. Um, I
5: just did that for you. The whole I uh, got nothing yes. Can I
4: give you some uh, sorry. time. Sorry. <laughs> uh, God, the Bronx girl in me just wants to say dope. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we'll take that.
5: I still got nothing. <laughs> Um, fantastically open-ended. Oh, oh, oh. Oh.
7: Oh, oh. oh. <laughs>
9: I
0: got nothing. I, mean, I got nothing. I like it's oh, really time. like, drop the mic. What?
5: you yeah.
0: <laughs> <Drop the mic. laughs> You should've walked off. Drop <laughs> yeah, you
5: should've off.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. Um, unpredictable.
5: Uh-huh.
3: Mm. Nice Cauliflower. <laughs> 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 Give it a couple weeks. You'll <laughs> see. <laughs>
1: So, what you're all telling me is it's it's
3: redonkulous
1: dope cauliflower. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll go for that. Let's give these guys a hand. They're awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank Thank you.